practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Anything else, sir? Extra butter, nerd. Do you do the double butter? Do you do half, then butter, then half, or do you just ask to just top? Well, butter top. I don't. Th- I'm just getting more and more upset with the theater. Not that I've seen a lot of movies, but like, give me a butter station. Give me a butter. Yeah, don't right, no, do I'm my that, butter. Yeah. Give me a butter station. You ever try and order Did one they... bag of popcorn and ask for an extra bag because your wife doesn't like butter and you do? They think you fucking oh, no called thing. in a bomb threat. We gonna put Not candy in there? Outside candy in that extra bag? They just don't. They gotta make. They gotta charge you for two bags. Bring my own. You bag. know what? I picked up working at the the movie theater, and I was like, "That's fucking ingenious because it's just ostentatious. It's too much. Go three quarter full, butter me, and just leave it at that because you give it a shake. Yes, you got good butter. Yeah. You don't need that extra fourth. That extra fourth is what makes you sick. The extra, you, or you absolutely. throw it away, or take it home. And you got to walk slow into the theater because you're doing the lick where you but don't spill it. Doing that, oh, just one, one at a time. Kernel. <laughs> yeah, give me a little room. Absolutely. Remember the. Um, <coughs> actually, here, let's start it off. Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Casey. I hit you hot with it. Do you remember? The popcorn powder craze of, I don't know, it was like seven years oh, ago. Oh, yes, of course. Maybe they're still available, but like... I think if you were lucky and you were and you powder. were able to go to a super, like, lo-fi indie theater, because what you're referring to is what we got spoiled with in Minneapolis. And it was, was it? Oh, we talked about last yeah. episode, we couldn't remember the name. They had the fucking Cadillac station. It was nacho cheese. It was Parmesan. It was garlic and cheddar. It was regular cheddar. And then a variety of spicy and then salts. And it was like 10 different shakers, but they were chained to the station. I forgot all about that. You're absolutely right. Because it was was called uh, Dr. Pleasonins (laughs) or something of that nature. It's a good name. And I... Just vaguely remembered it because when Ashley and I started dating, I was like, you know, as you do the dance of like dating, like I was like, would you like popcorn at a movie? She was like, would you? Right. Uh, Okay. So we would always get popcorn and candy. Neither one of us like popcorn or candy. But when we would get popcorn and candy, I was like, there was this thing in Minneapolis. It was a doctor pleasing in station. And we got lucky enough when we lived in uh, Sunset or not Sunset Park, but um, Crown Heights. We'd walk around the park, Prospect Park, and there's this beautiful old theater. It's a Nighthawk now. Yeah. But it was just one of those old cruddy ones. Like we talked about last week, that looks amazing, like a theater out of time. Sure. And they had a tiny three-seasoning stand, and I was like, this is what I told you about. We have butter, nacho, and then just, you know, like whatever they had left over from 10 years ago. Buffalo. Can we talk about that? marketing meeting it's a brilliant idea it's a great idea now they fuck you you have to purchase almost like you purchase like a bottle of liquor on an airplane you purchase like a little personal seasoning shaker yeah yeah. come on yeah no i've seen those because they were they used to be dr pleasonins they may still be but i remember at like the Times square one i was like it's pleasonins (laughs) it's just butter just butter before you say the name again Dr. Pleasonings. 
we can't just um, walk right past it. In the meeting, brilliant idea. Yeah. I think we can sell, first of all, if it's a seasoning station, or eventually right. we'll call it a pleasing station. A seasoning station, holy shit, all the theaters out there, we're going to get our pitch man who's, we'll stop trying to, we'll stop having him sell yeah. condom machines for the bathroom, so he'll sell pleasing stations to the theaters. Because he can't, yeah. All right. Because they pivoted to cologne and no one's going to a truck stop bathroom or a movie theater bathroom right. to buy cologne. So, great idea, great concept. Um, who's the either genius or asshole? Because I think you're the only one who recognizes name brand who's like, well, what do we call this thing, Mark? You got to go on his laurels, his station. What does everybody respect? A general or a doctor? <laughs> okay. And and I all right now I'm seeing where you're going so all right so we go doctor. doctors We're, too do, or, or, or generals too aggressive and what is it it's a seasoning and what do seasonings yeah. do they please, they please you. you we can put pleasing please in. with season and it's a doctor doctor pleasingings that is way more effort than they put into it you know somebody's like three guys nephews got to <laughs> eat out on that for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah, the sh- they're just short of, like, um, you know, a buy The Johnson & Mir yes. advertising agency just bought their nephews and nieces a, l- a few more Four Locos in Brooklyn. They have their own pleasing stations next to their shitty bar <laughs> in their garage. Pleasing? Oh, but I it is a good idea, yeah. but it was always disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it's never a good idea. You always use a little too much. It only hits on top. You got to be careful with the shake. You put too much of the liquid butter, it clumps on yeah. top, and and that that ranch. Remember, is like, like it's I just a tart yeah, powder, but with that fat, the fats of that butter, it's all the your synapses are firing. Throw a few skittles in there, some. Junior and then you watch Captain Jack Sparrow like skateboard down a crab's leg. You're I'm good for a week. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the, those. It's it's amazing. The few flicks I, I've avoided, and I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a series man. You know, I grew up on Star Wars. Yeah. Give me a good sure, of give course. me a good start, and I'll follow you to the end. But I never. Um, I guess that would be a big one. I don't even know what they're called. Pirate Man. Oh, Pirates of the Pirate Caribbean. Boy. Pirate, Pirate Man. <laughs> uh, Captain Pirates. Pirates Eason and <laughs> Doctor. Do- yeah, uh, Doctor Fleasonin presents Pirate Man. <laughs> <laughs> Pirate Man. Good time, Pirate Man. That's the promotional video. Like he the, loves rum. They can't. They, you know, like in that promotional video for Doctor Fleasonin's, where they sit. You know, they're doing their pitch. They can't. Mm-hmm. They don't have the rights for Pirates of the Caribbean. So, like. The shitty movie they make, just like the weird shitty, like, Elizabeth Banks comes out before the movie. She's like, I like to support indie filmmakers. This is Tony and Ron. They made a special <laughs> vo- movie for Coke. And it's such bullshit. Oh, it's God, like, those just are my favorite. Cause and it's like, hot, sizzly bubble Coke. And then, <laughs> and then got to a grip of the Mentos opening or whatever the fucking bullshit. And then it's like... You know, a same-sex couple. Enjoy the movie. <laughs> Just hold hands <laughs> and they kiss. Tony, they kiss before the movie starts. Ron, <laughs> I want to, because I have actually seen them. Like, I know the project. It's like, clearly, like, these are the, this is the stock footage you have to use. 
Knock yourself out yeah. with the other. It's like a Dunder Mifflin thing. Knock yourself out with the other no, totally. nine seconds we're giving you. But you have, right, of this 15 seconds, like 10 of them are sizzling Coke, <laughs> drippy glass. They're drinking like Mexican Cokes out of like dewy <laughs> bottles, which you can never get in a movie theater. <laughs> In the in the expanded Coca Cola universe, when we come out with our Coke heroes, I I want to take I want them I want to get a hold of the stock footage you have to use, and I want to recreate that stock footage using the facilities of the theater I go to. So the going flattest Coke, it's like it's, it's, <laughs> it's like just tap it's like water tea. hitting cement. Uh, and then that like the fluffy popcorn it's just like sticking to the crust on the side a guy not using gloves just handing them into a shitty you know shitty bag would you like to pick your seat (laughs) can that be included because that's a fucking nightmare uh mag and i we we did my mom watched ruby and we went and saw a movie we saw 1917 Uh, oh how was it oh it's it, it, it's a movie in a theater without my goddamn kid. No, I'm just kidding. It's amazing. amazing. But that's <laughs> it, the most movie in a theater without your goddamn kid you could probably see. Uh, no, that's not. Uh, yeah, that, that made me feel so dirty. It's amazing. I just love, love, mm-hmm. love seeing movies in a theater. I, I, I'm like, yeah. uh, God, what, uh, what's somebody, I don't know, like, it's almost like Memento. Like, I'm amazed. Because we don't get to see him so much at yeah. how much I love the experience because I'm so quick to forget. So even when I'm watching Tony and Ron's same sex sizzle reel, I'm like, of course, you hate oh, it, but you love it because it's like it's gotta be Coke something. is too loud. Yeah. Wow, it's, it's hurt my teeth. It's so sharp. That Coke. It's so cold. Did it come out of an iceberg? The Coke polar bears cracked that like I will say thick this. vein of Coke. If if somebody if the NCAACP <laughs> if do you if, want bears of color in these shorts? No. If if and this is me and you tell me if I'm being Mr. Liberal Bubble. If some rights groups don't come out and come out soon with how pandering Sprite is to a certain to a African American demographic, I'm gonna have to take it all on myself. Moon and you Luther King to. Jr. Because and they're all gonna go. We love Sprite. Fuck you. Everybody What's loves the Sprite. Problem? I love Sprite. I love Sprite. But I ch- not not as much. <laughs> I'm just saying, Coca Cola's let me know. I'm not as much. I just couldn't. It was too much. It was. Can you drain a couple threes? <laughs> This kid walked into a... So they had, obviously, I'm getting to, they had a yeah. Sprite commercial. And yeah, you know what? Sizzle Coke. I didn't see one personal color. I'll have to go back and look. It was just the most vanilla Coke commercial I'd ever seen. Cut to, mm-hmm. like, it was like, literally like a, a vending Sprite machine. Just <laughs> literally beatboxing <laughs> just fucking had a chain. <laughs> it looked like Run DMC, but it was a fucking soda machine yeah with a, uh, it was a sprite machine with a kangle hat just in and then this kid hops out good actor whatever this young african-american kid he's like yo 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 follow me 
opens up the, and I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I don't think I'm digging myself a hole because he, he. I don't think just, you are. That is the worst rap he rapped. Right, yeah. But you're not, you're not, you're not a sprite machine with a Kangol hat and a dookie rope around your fucking machine. I was just like, I guess it just upsets me because I'm like, I just, it's such targeted, it, I have every right to be upset, it's targeting marketing. Of course. And I, I'm drinking a sun-kissed orange diet, which is strictly marketed to Tony and Ron's, but, <laughs> but the, the Buddha Jai, the Buddha Jai Jai. Any, any marketing that's so directly targeted just seems so manipulative. I don't know why I keep saying it seems, it is Therefore, it's scummy because somewhere down the line, getting back to Doctor Pleasing's mm-hmm. market meetings, get away from the yeah. get away from the joy that is a pleasing meeting. Yeah, good people wanting to bring seasoning mm-hmm. to the masses, bright, happy. Sure. Doctor yeah. Pleasing's in court. Everyone Go- deserves a, a, a horrific mix of ranch, nacho, and yes. like extra pepper. Hit nineteen eighty two Coke. That's noticing their Sprite numbers are dipping. And they're just like, fuck it. Let's. <laughs> well, we have to do the research. What is the first Sprite commercial you remember? Mine is Grant Hill. Mm. I blame Grant Hill. What about the He doc? was like the first NBA star. That was 7-Up. Oh, yeah. That was Pepsi. That's right. That's right. They, they went were anthropomorphic. Mar- they were towards. Um... That had a video game. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, they, were, they were marketing towards... Um... Um, personified dots. They had dots. a video game that was a dot with shoes. All right, I don't want to get away from Sprite. Yes, and it shot <laughs> it shot seltzer bubbles out of its finger, yeah, and you fought like rats and stuff, and jumped over like bent nails in a house. Like I remember this game. I, miss, I was the target I, market for the Seven Up spot. I I what came first, the Domino's Noid game or the I think the Noid, Noid. game was for Nintendo, and uh, yeah. Seven Up Spot Dots was was for that was Super, Super Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, I remember the graphics looked. Really and so cool. it was the Chester Cheetah game. That was Super Nintendo. These people. That's how sick I am. That's how sick I am. But that's... I would go out of my way to rent those games because I was like, I have no superheroes. The Avengers game for fucking SNES is fucking garbage i would much rather play as a coke polar bear than play as hawkeye try playing x-men for sega genesis oh I god fucking jump through a wall yeah give me a give me a bottle of coke give me a sizzle yeah. coke but seriously like it is too on the nose even to point out how like it's definitely why for a we, demographic. Why? Like it's, oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't. It's pandering, is what it is. It's but. pandering, and it and it's to any dem- I, that one just popped out of my head. I think we're in the broader spectrum of like, how are we not Fight Club style burning down these advertising buildings? Like right. the second they came out with a dot video game, we should have been like, no, 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 no. I don't accept this. I, but the, I like the mechanics of that game were good. It was a good game. Right, because they have the Coke money or the Pepsi money to get the right people to, you know, make make a, a, a good game. A good game. They got their Hennings. You yeah. know? Henning will make Because it's smaller. A they can. Yeah. Sizzle Coke surf game. <laughs> 
He did. He worked for Coke. He made the animation for the theme park. That's why we didn't invite him on this episode. Because we I know he's behind that Sprite commercial. That yeah. <laughs> that beatbox and Sprite vending machine had Henning's name all over it. <laughs> H-bomb. Sprite bomb. <laughs> yeah, um... I didn't know the Coke commercial. I didn't know where I was getting with that. Not that it really matters. Oh, Doctor. Well, because you, you said Doctor it followed up with the Martin. horrific Doctor Please name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Please. But I remember, like those stations. Like I get it. It doesn't look good, but it's better. Like the fucking butter station, because those. It's basically just a trash can full of popcorn. Yeah, yeah. And the station next to Doctor Please name is because you make a horrific Frankenstein concoction. And you go, nope. Dump half the thing out and then restart. Sure, sure. You don't need all that popcorn. Which I throw it away, man. They're gonna throw it away at the end of the night anyways. At least you gave it to somebody and they attempted to try and eat it with their <laughs> horrific Doctor Pleasingings combo. Surprise Doritos hasn't gotten into and this is something. That's the perfect nerd... market for them. <laughs> Yeah, we should the, get Pat Oswald on this. He would voice. be with us. Yes, like, way, how has any nerdy fat kid like myself has dreamed of the day when you can buy Doritos seasoning? I was just going to ask you, it's a have they, like it was a packet of taco seasoning yes. from the Ortega section. If they yeah. haven't sold just Doritos seasoning. They don't. Like in a fucking movie theater, put Dorito cheese on your everything it's somebody is somebody's they need to get the missing. sprite people They're in missing. their room that's what they need to do they need johnson and mir yeah but no it, it is has something that has I, like i've literally held a bag of doritos like as a kid i remember having this conversation i was like cool ranch doritos are so good but i wish this bag was only the powder flavor just a giant bag of the flavor because i want to put it on my baked potato <laughs> But do you remember the zeal with which you would like leave the flavor caked on your finger, and then to the point where you would just tooth? go? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I did that. It's like a fudge. It's like a fucking fudge <laughs> of disgusting saliva and Dorito seasoning. There's so many things I need to change, and obviously one of them's my diet to a degree. But man, I can polish off a dad. So I, I can dad polish off a full bag of Doritos lately. Uh, yeah, there's I a can't. there's a vegan kind or whatever like a yeah what I'm sure there's something oh I'm sure some shit someone just that. slips the shoot over yeah. oh these regular vegan <laughs> yeah regular vegan it's uh uh what is it sweet sweet chili sweet chili nacho or something it's you didn't the, get it's classic a, I guess you can't because you can't have the cheese it's got milk salts or something but they're sweet chili it's basically a classic with a little bit of barbecue see I'm Slipping over gotcha. my tongue thing. A little bit of barbecue sweet <laughs> on there. Um, it's in a... How would I describe that color? They were out of colors. It's in like a uh, reddish purple, a mauve bag. Right. The mauve bag of Doritos. I mean, when I lived in New York, when i get a deli sandwich, I'd peruse the Dorito shelf and get whatever crazy flavor they had that I hadn't tried yet. You wouldn't get Voodoo Dills? Oh, I would. Yes, I would. If I like late at night, those were my go-to. But like an afternoon, like deli sandwich, you gotta go with the Dorito. Like they had those gross, extra big chips, and they were like double flavor. Like it was a flavor on one yeah. side and a flavor on the other. Yeah, like yeah, you're absolutely right. They're not gross. They just they taste exactly what they are, and you yeah. just go, mm, no, 
I'm going to feel like shit. You know what's not good? The curled Doritos that are like cigarellos or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, because they're they're, they're ripping like off those chili Latin American chips, the Takis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people fucking which love I love because they're hot as fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, I, um, yeah, it's too much, too much chip for me. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, that's one thing you were talking about deli sandwich. Oh, two chip things, talk. two things, Doritos. Yeah, they're coming out with Doritos 3D and cube and. Double flavor and and that's all. Did like they have three D? Wasn't that and the, the old the yeah. old puff craze of the late nineties? Yeah, they were the Doritos three D hot puffs. Yeah, um, but where's like Tony Hawk snap kicked them into a drying dryer? Yes, exactly. Or like they would like. I just remember one. It, it was like the big. Why do I retain this fucking? I don't shit? either. Like I was gonna say, it was the big Super Bowl commercial more of that year. It was a hot <laughs> supermodel, and she was do, like at a laundromat throwing three D Doritos in her fucking maw. Fuck. And then who like, was it? Because one I hot know. shot like Jay Leno like beatboxed in and <laughs> yeah stole it, and he was like three D. And then you know they had to be ironic about it, so he turned the camera and said, "What do you mean they pay me for this?" Like, because <laughs> he but, didn't actually eat it. He no, didn't eat it. They no, didn't go into his mouth. No, it's like um, uh, uh, I was gonna say in the in the good place. Um, I forget her name. She's the a voice of Anna in Frozen. Kristen Bell. She's amazing, but she doesn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. And so, like all the time, like they create like special meat free um, meat imposter like shrimp and stuff. Total side gig. Doesn't matter. Who's the mm-hmm. guy taking the pitches, making 3D Doritos, having to get new machines to puff up a Dorito, and where's the guy sitting back who's like, no, 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 no. We subtract to add on. So you take away the chip. It's just the powder. Mm-hmm. You sell the powder for the same price as the chip. How much easier is that? You could fucking sell a Dorito bag like this. Doritos not seasoned, Okay. Build you your own sell Dorito. The fucking seasoning pack, and then a little pack of oil. You put the two in, and you shake it around, and you charge a dollar extra. You put it in like a fucking paperish bowl, like you would put a fucking taco salad in. Yep. Put the oil and put it in the microwave. Heat them up so it's like, ooh, it's like a real restaurant with that oil, like you said. That and oh, yeah. then just toss your own Doritos in this paper bowl. Can you come on? Come on. Can you tell me what I had? There was like a thing called, and I had this. This was like five or six years ago. It was called like a stuffed Dorito. I must have been drinking, but it was like a deep fried something with just Dorito cheese inside. Does it sound familiar to you? Or was it like dreaming? a Taco Bell thing? No, I don't think so. They've been in cahoots for a while. They have. They have. And I, and I had one. Jesse and I... In New York City, no, my brother visited. Me. I know what. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They were little like wedges. They were from uh, Taco Bell. Okay, they were like potato or corn wedges. All right, that were like neon reddish orange. Yeah, and they had like cheese magma in the center, and they just called them like Dor- Dorito nuggets or stuffed Doritos or something. Yeah, fried Doritos or something. Uh, yeah, Jesse visited me, and of all the literally, what is it? 50,000 restaurants in New York or something like that. We're like, we gotta mm-hmm. go get a um, Cool Ranch Dorito Taco from a fucking New York <laughs> City Taco Bell. <laughs> oh. Which he was sharing with a Long John Silver. 
Still, I don't think I've ever eaten in a Long John Silver. Went in once. The smell was just a little too <laughs> Turn <hard>. right around. <laughs> I really, and you know me. I'm not going to turn. like that. It takes a lot. When I commit, you like a I crappy commit. fish sandwich as much as the next guy. Sure. Like you and I would chow down on oh, yeah. McFish during the old Passover season. McFishes are great. I can't. I got them. I've always had a. I've had a relationship with tartar sauce. I can eat it yeah. if I can't see it. Gotcha. I really, it, it's I get a you. real thing. And it, when I see somebody make their own cocktail sauce, I want to throw up in my shoes. I don't like that either. Mm, yeah. I don't like, I don't like, I'm not a relish guy. So you add a relish to a cream. The chunk. See, I love That a, chunky I love a taste of a pickle. relish. But just visually, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. That like, yeah, that flaccid gray pickle chunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I know, because it took me a while to get over tartar sauce as well, and I was like, I love this. Yeah, what is that thing? What tartar sauce? Is what is that thing? Relish, correct? Am I missing? Yeah, I no, missing it's pretty much relish? just yeah. Spanish relish. Pickles, I think. The relish. Get the relish guy in the room. Put relish in everything. It's brilliant. He's long gone. Can you name anyone who likes relish? I'm not like their f- number one. That guy, you Dorito know, spice, though. If you're around Oof. and you're like a guy's, like my favorite condiment is relish. One, you've either time traveled back to 1919. <laughs> ask two, ask your wife where your kid is. Yes, you're, yeah. Don't let that guy babysit your kid. The fucking relish guy. I am listening to an amazing. Just while we're thinking about weird, grossy condiments, I am listening, of course, to a the longest ass biography of. U.S. Grant, Ulysses Grant, nice. by historian Ron Chernow. He's a guy who wrote Hamilton, and he wrote one on Washington. His Hamilton's okay. one that Lin Manuel Miranda um, based his play on, or whatever. But took took all the songs from. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of sheet well, music in these. Not books. the last one he took from a beatboxing sprite machine from seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last. The last, if you look closely, the last signer of the Declaration of Independence is just uh, a wheat yield sprite machine. <laughs> yield sprite. Um, uh, oh, but U.S. Grant, Dude. like, like he would go on benders. A huge part of it, like Ulysses S. Grant, is basically the first. Like, he was not to get into like. He invented 12-step programs before the person who gets credit for the 12-step programs, mm-hmm. like, uh, you right. know, 100 he years beforehand. And a now fucking I gotta, general, so this is... I gotta check my door to make sure somebody's not coming in to behead me for such a, a blasphemous statement. But, like, it talks about so much of what he's got going on. Like, he knew this fucking second he put a drink in his gullet, he wasn't going to be able to stop. So he's always like tipping his champagne glasses up, uh, upside down. But, and Henning, you'll appreciate that. Ulysses S. Grant, after he would go yes. on a bender, he would have to take hot mustard baths to like soothe his nerves. And when I heard that, I was like, Ooh. that is the mostiest, old timiest, 19th centuryest thing ever. Like, Ulysses S. Grant has had a little too much whiskey. Draw him a mustard bath. Right. At Chancellorsville. What is that? What is that? Is that like just 
drown the stench with something even stenchier. Well, I see. Right, it's like the idea there. Oh, and Henning, by the way. Yeah, welcome. You guys already did the intro, right? Came at the right. Dress your wounds in tobacco leaves and like pork fat. So obviously, I don't know if mustard was it something they ate then, or if it was just a. I mean, I guess of course it was right, but like a bath bomb. Do you guys know? But it goes back to what we talked about (laughs) last week when we were like, their only flavors are like hot and husk. Yep. And then bath bombs are mustard seed and, like, crushed tomatoes. We're on presidential odors again. No, it was so rain. I don't know. We got... Th- we're, <laughs> we've been on a... Doc- we've been on a seasoning kick, actually. A lot oh, of advertising. Seasoning, a lot of... <laughs> Ask Henning about the pitch. The... If he's ever seen or heard of it. Are we talking Sprite or are we talking powder? Doritos... The powder, the good stuff, the, the gold. Oh, have you ever seen the mouth candy spice blend that you have left over in the bag? Have you ever seen it for sale on its own? Just the no. spice, that, right? No, that's why you gotta buy the bag. We, exactly, right? How do we? How is it not? Like, I mean, I just, I just found out though. Powdered ranch was a thing though. The dressing you can buy that in condensed form. Don't. Why not Cool Ranch? All right. You can buy the powder ranch, throw it on a steak or something, but do not mix that shit with mayonnaise and think you're fooling yourself. Because <laughs> it, or maybe it's good with mayonnaise, but I we didn't have mayonnaise growing up. We just had Miracle Sour Whip. Sour cream? We just had Miracle Whip. Cream cheese? And I'm not Ew. a Miracle Whip man. Boo. I'm, I'm, I'm not at all. I draw a hard line. What is Miracle Whip? What is it? Is it like it's got gross. canola? It's sweet. Oil? Yeah, it's sweet, right? Don't like it. It's a sandwich spread. Maybe I'll give it a try. It's different no. than regular mayonnaise. Oh. I think it's supposed to be a salad dressing. Don't put that shit on a salad. I think salad. that's what it's Do not. No, Don't. gross. I've done it. I'll never forget. I've done it and my parents didn't stop me, which is so many questions abound. I, it was iceberg lettuce, and they opened the fridge, and I, I must have been four years old, and I still have this memory of how disgusting it was. We have an Italian in there. We have a French dressing. Both of these things I can get into odds with. Mm-hmm. We have probably a ranch dressing. We have all these dressings, and I oh, yeah. look, and I see the generic Miracle Whip just says salad dressing, and I say, well, of course, mm-hmm. mother, I want the salad dressing. She puts a big fucking dollop oh. of salad oh, that's dressing. Like a- Miracle Whip onto my iceberg lettuce. I take a bite, <laughs> and how, we're talking how about bloppy it would you like years later. That's how bad that condiment is. You think a relish it's, guy it's, is? You uh, think a relish guy is dangerous? A Miracle no. Whip man. Get the fuck out of my house. Go take a mustard where bath I, with U.S. Grant. Where I grew up, Miracle Whip is just the default uh, mayonnaise. That's how I, I grew different. up. Until I had real mayonnaise, like at for school lunch, yeah. we had real mayonnaise, and I was like, "What is this delicious flavor?" I remember the first time I had real mayonnaise. I, <laughs> I really grew up with the depression. I have the first time government I miracle ever, whip. The first time white I, gold, they called it. It was at a uh, one of the fancy new restaurants we got in Watertown, South Dakota. It was a fucking Subway invented by the Romans store. And I got a Ooh, it's from New York. sandwich with 
Yes, I really did think it was from New York because they had the wallpaper with the, the fake ass subway. Old timey. Yeah. <laughs> had the pneumatic tube on it. Oh yeah. Uh, and they put they put a sandwiches come to you in tubes. They put a hard tube of full grade mayonnaise on my turkey mm-hmm. sandwich with that shitty ass cold bacon, and I'm sure I didn't have anything. Maybe green mm-hmm. lettuce or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it. And just the creamy. I, again, I remember. You're giddy. I remember what platform I was sitting. What platform <laughs> I was sitting next to? It was uh, Bedford Stuyvesant. <laughs> that creamy, creamy um, treat. Uh, oh, mayonnaise. sweet mayonnaise dreams! So Portland's a miracle whip town. It's all becoming so much more clear. So. That's why those homeless dumps smell so <laughs> synthetic. Miraculous. <laughs> oh my god. So right now, fellas, uh, in this city that I sit in, I know. Bernie yeah. Sanders is probably getting the um he's probably Duking getting it on out. all fucking sides right now because everybody wants to go after a big Bernie. Debates right now? Yeah, it's yeah. happening right now. Um I went and saw, this is a transition, but it, I, I went mm-hmm. and saw um, Dr. Cornell West, who's like, um, mm-hmm. you guys know, intellectual philosopher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he wrote that book, Race Matters. Just a fucking orator of all, it's like you feel like you yeah. went back and you're listening to like when speaking genuinely mattered. Like when you went, yeah. you didn't go to see somebody because they were promoting a book or this and that. Like, literally, like, Lincoln's time, like, you went to see somebody because they talks good, you know? No, he's literally, like, the old, like, an old politician. Like, he could flip over a crate and stand on it. Yes. And people would be like, what's this guy talking about? I it, gotta go talk to this, listen to what this guy's gotta say. Yeah, it just, like, transports you into a different world who's just so on top of things and so smart and so great. And... And you know it, like he's probably, it's probably because he was out speaking for Bernie Sanders. It was at a Bernie Sanders event. And he spoke for a pretty tight hour. I was like, oh, wow. But it didn't feel like it was a stump speech or anything like that. I'm sure he had his certain points. But then people got to ask questions. And I was like, oh, this guy just like, what must it feel like to be able to take anything that comes at you in and just be ready to 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 come back out with you know something that's competent and intellectual and mm-hmm. this and that and engaging but and soaring I'm, and inspiring yeah yeah exactly exactly uh i'm sitting there with my mom which was awesome we 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 were sitting at this event just the liliest of brightest mom, huh? midwestern it was me and ma midwestern flowers in the middle of charleston north charleston um watching cornell west is she, uh, is she a burner she's definitely uh a left winger i don't know if she's they, a she's a mcgovernite they went to a tom steyer block party in north charleston and they're just they can roll with anything like my mom was hooting and hollering at cornell west they went to a tom steyer and um block party and like made friends and uh, like i guess my dad was like holding a cord at the they had a like a free shrimp like food food truck i can't wait (laughs) we're missing tom steyer going so i met a man a man's name was lee 
<laughs> was like, not this but they said they're like, I will commit to him, and like they're just gonna commit to everybody. Uh, <laughs> Whoever's party it is, <laughs> sign me up. Because we are all going to. No, that's not true. I I don't know who they exactly support. Um, but we're going to see Bernie tomorrow. We're going to Bernie's rally, and then a couple hours after that, we're going to go to Elizabeth Warren's rally. Um, cool. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do one of these in my selfie with Liz. See if she sacks you. <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's the you're doing the upside down. Okay, I forgot what that. I I thought that as a joke because we always did it as like a slug bug uh-huh. or whatever. Like if you see it, yeah. we're stupid kids. But actually, that's not even funny now because I guess <laughs> they're gonna I arrest guess you. <laughs> the fucking right wing has taken it like hate groups. So I just said I'm gonna do a hard peace sign with Liz Warren. But anyways, <laughs> Cornell West. Deep v. Right? So we're having a good time. This guy's like getting the crowd like riled up. And I tell like my mom's into it. I'm into it. And somebody asks a question. Not the most composed question, but that's how you can tell Mm -hmm. this guy's even just on this other level because he took this not greatly composed, kind of wonky, broad question, which was better than any I could compose and then really like made a good point out of it. And she was just like, hey, my issue is... Uh, in Nazi Germany, people thought they could appease Hitler by electing more and more centrists into the, you know, house body and everything. And that mm-hmm. would actually, like, calm things down with Hitler, but it didn't work. So what are we going to do? What all these people are trying to be moderates and it's OK to get moderates. And he turned it around. and He's like, you have to understand, you can't compare. You got to be careful with your comparisons. You're comparing America to Germany. Both have their own issues. America, its issues are rooted in white supremacy. That permeates the entire culture. And we're suffering from it now. Germany, Germany, as he's saying it, he's making his way over to me and sweet Karen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're two rows back. Makes sense. Germany, they're rooted in anti-Semitism. Hitler, the Holocaust, all the way back to that scoundrel Martin Luther. <laughs> biggest anti-semite of them all and i was like oh my god i can feel my mom like just like he had me up until martin luther i was like (laughs) and i was just like fucking smiling ear to ear just knowing as soon as we got out i was like he got after martin luther Luther. was so perfect (laughs) um and I like started, ten like, through fifteen year old me. That totally agrees. I'd have been like, "Yes, get me the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah. She uh, Martin who? She was like, "No, no, no." To him directly. No, 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 no. Afterwards, I was like, "Yeah, you got a that was a good speech." She's like, "Yeah, it was great." And of course, I was like, and those Martin Luther points. She's like, "I know. I hey, I." <laughs> Here's the thing about Martin Luther. He was so passionate. He wanted everybody. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I give you a hard time, a hard time. But uh, God, it was it was so cool. I just hadn't seen, uh, hadn't been around, um, uh, an energized crowd like that in a while. So we'll we'll see. A little light, little light makes me a little nervous yeah. about um, the the primary down here is on Saturday. I'm seeing a lot of um tom steyer advertisements a lot of tom steyer signs Mm -hmm. uh i'm seeing a few a lot of tulsi gabbard down here Ooh, tulsi um 
Gotcha. Yeah, so I don't, I don't Bloomberg? Know. No, he's not in it. So it was Steyer. Because he made Steyer made a huge media buy in he South spent, Carolina. He spent a lot of money down here, and it seems to be working. So we'll see. It's, uh, it's, I, I'm not going to get into punditry here, but the thing about Tom Steyer mm-hmm. or Pete Buttigieg or whatever they do, it's great the way it seems to be now, is if Tom, that Tom Steyer does as good as he could possibly do, it will help Bernie Sanders way more than it will help him. And it will help sure. Bernie Sanders yeah. as much as it will, or it'll hurt Joe Biden more than it helps him. If that makes any sense. Sure. Cause he's not taking any votes away from fucking Bernie Sanders. He's just chipping away at old Josephine. Well, Ironsides. Sleepy Joe. Uh, I had heard, I don't know if it's true, but Ashley and I went down a total riff session and it was, uh, I heard that Pete Buttigieg's husband is an improv comedian. <laughs> oh, really? Did you say prop comedian? No, Ooh. improv. <laughs> no, he's just a prop. Um, so, uh, and we were just laughing. I was like, that's amazing. And then Ashley was like, you guys need to hit him up now before Buttigieg blows up or tanks, whatever. We need to get Mayor Pete's husband on a podcast and she's like you know what you guys need to talk about you need to do a podcast about the show la law why is that <laughs> i don't know she said it i was like i've never seen that show but i know that show corbin bernson corbin bernson yeah. harry hamlin well, it was on to for hear like that ash eight eight seasons but she was like that would get him in and i was thinking mayor pete on there talking about a little la law week to week do you think if, if, let's go down this road. If, um, uh, I, I wish I knew his name, but Pete Buttigieg's husband, is a boyfriend or husband? It's husband, right? It's husband. His husband. I had it written down, but the, the To have gone. a lapse <laughs> I can just keep in saying. judgment and <clears throat> say yes to be on this podcast. <laughs> How quickly until we hear, I'm suspending my campaign, um, for personal oh, you do like, a good Pete Buttigieg. Do you think that's like the one time like a spouse could genuinely sink their partner's campaign? You think we could sink it? And I we don't, don't even we mention got... politics. On the it. heat. I think we could get the heat to get fucking Corbin Bernson to come on the fucking podcast and talk about L.A. law. So your world, your riff session with Ashley took you to a world where the jerk practice podcast uh-huh. now has two new members which are pete Buttigieg's husband sorry we don't know his name because he's an improv comedian bernstein <laughs> yes it's about la law yes which none of us have ever seen i like it right exactly we oh, all go in we all go in clean yeah that's not bad yeah there's nothing because you can't get you can't get mayor pete's mister to come on this where we talk about the flavors of things and coffee if, yes, but right, if we we fresh one, you gotta have a structure. You gotta have a thing, a point of reference, something you can tell your friends at a cocktail party. That's not just like I talk with these fucking weirdos about movie theaters. So we all go in. I take offense to that, but we all go in. <laughs> well, I do too. <laughs> to a to a podcast clean, or should we say about L.A. law? So we go into it. Yeah. Tabula Rasa. Or should I say, taboo, L.A. Lhasa. Lhasa? 
Uh-huh. That's the name of it. Tabula Lelasa. <laughs> Tabula Lelasa. <laughs> <laughs> Tell With me you guys have seen Hosted by Mr. B. Yeah. The Judge. The Judges. With the Buddha Judge. Hans and the Judge. <laughs> what, um, is, is Pete... Does is he, does he go? Uh, no, it doesn't matter. I was going to say, does he go by Buddha Judge, Buddha Judge, or does he? I have... looked it up. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm speaking out of matter. turn. I don't, I don't think. I don't. He might. Just he a, might have taken Mayor Pete's name. It's a heavy name. Oh yes, it, but he didn't take Buddha Judge. He took Mayor as a pre. Mayor. Pre- yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm Mayor. His name is Mr. Husband. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> he changed his last name to Husband. Mayor Tony Husband. That would be good. Why don't we do that? Just everybody just change their Improv. Last he's got a little thing. I bet he's a little rusty. He, he hasn't gotten up at the old chuck nuts since the fucking campaign started. Well, but mm-hmm. for Tabula L.A. Tabula Rasa. Lasa. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, from all of this talking about podcasts and potentially very niche podcasts, please, please, please. I think I sent you guys a message. Tell me your watching the show shrill no i got your text i don't know what it is about i started it you did start it yeah oh it take because it takes the, place i assume you're talking about the second season uh i'm talking about the whole the show I've, I've just binged the whole first and second season casey it's a hulu original show with ad Bryan. oh gotcha that's take, why it takes it. place in portland uh, Fuck! I've I've oh, seen right. season one. I saw yeah, season yeah. one. Ashley and I binge watched it when it came out. I totally oh. forgot about it. Yeah, so I'm probably way, way, way behind the the curve here. But Meg and I watched it. It's fucking amazing. It's the great. boyfriend, her it's boyfriend great. on it, is a beautiful character. Very dingus. And it was so hard to watch because he has a podcast of his two buddies, <laughs> <laughs> strictly about Alcatraz. Yes, spoilers. <laughs> and it's called Talking Traz. <laughs> and the first episode is just an episode long argument about why they should change the name of it because they've already branched out about from talking about Alcatraz. <laughs> and there's one scene later on, I think it's still in the first season, where she like blows up. She's kind of working her way up in this like local magazine in Portland. I know you guys know what explains the listener. And then um, he reads her article and she's like, wow, like, I'm really surprised you read my my story. He's like, yeah, babe, support you. I mean, you listen to every episode of my podcast. <laughs> 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 it's just like, oh, my God, because Meg has legitimately oh, never. She's true. I joke about it, but I don't think she's listened to 60 seconds of one of these podcasts, which is um, it was just. I don't know if to laugh or cry, but God, that was making me laugh. You've listened to all of them, huh, babe? Uh-huh. Oh, man. You support me. Just the first 30 seconds where she's on. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah tabu- Tabula LA, LA Lossa. Tabula LA Lossa. Tabula Lossa. Come up with the structure. Put that on by Ash. Put that on back burner. Maybe get a letter together. Hey, man, I know you're in the scene. You listen to pods. Speaking I know, of, of, I know "Have a Good Night" court has has cooled down. It's a little so. chilly. It's funny, <laughs> and since it's since it's maybe it's it, we've suspended our campaign. I would say, right, Casey? 
You never know. Yeah. You never know. We could get Yang on there. Once we have once anything. we have children who just like to watch TV without us in the room. Right. Then we can get the, the band back together. I haven't. It's it's almost like uh Also like, Harry Anderson dying yeah. as we were about to start the next season and we're just like we've just been shitting on this guy. <laughs> And it was unintentional. <laughs> we never, sh- we we never intend to shit on him. On the character of Harry, it's just like the character's like, well, you gotta get a couple shots, and it just didn't feel right. And that's where I was going, Henning. Is like one, literally, like on my cue, as though it's like a character from Toy Story that's been put up on a shelf. I'll like click by season <laughs> three of um, Night Court, and it's literally on the last episode I left it at. I like didn't like go and watch it because you know we weren't going to talk about it. so it's like it's like this weird feeling every time i go by it's like oh yeah there's there's always that next episode but there's also work to be done it was um the one year anniversary of harry anderson's was it one year? yeah one year anniversary of yeah probably past. yeah and i'm a member of the of the night court fan page on facebook oh fuck yeah and i was like this mm-hmm. is interesting and i'm not ripping on harry anderson but what everybody posted in honor of Harry Anderson, well, not everybody. Some people posted very sweet pictures, but they're like, in honor of my man, Harry. And they post like a Canon printer commercial that he was in. Multiple, multiple people. They're like, did you guys forget about this? And it's just him. Like, like people are throwing old printers out the window and he's dodging them. And he's talking about printers. And I was like, what a weird homage. What a very, very yeah, strange of all things. I know everyone it. had the same deep cut somehow. Yeah, everybody thinks their cuts are the deepest, don't they? Everybody thinks they got a deep cut. But all you did Just is go on those. YouTube and put in Harry Anderson and go three pages deep. Right. You didn't pick the, just the old classic HBO stand-up. Like, throw that up. Right. That stuff's funny. Somebody posted, like, a, a, a weird playbill from a random magic show that in the background of the playbill wallpaper like snuck in it was like famous like it was like houdini and then snuck mm-hmm. in was a picture of that was a deep cut was a picture of harry anderson <laughs> like circled says he's here um, he's here so me too have a good night court is on ice where was it going with that super niche henning you brought it up taboo la taboo la rasa rasa I, I forget. Pete and the Buddha judges. Yeah. I was gonna. Oh well, you know, it, if if we're doing it, Ash has got to come out of come out of hiding and, and lead Kick the show. Kick the fucking get the cleats out. Yep. Yep. Um. I've I've no idea what the show is, but I'll I'll draw you something. No, but that's what we were laughing about. It's because Ashley <laughs> said it, and I was like, I have never seen an episode of it, Any, it but I remember. Go ahead. Yeah, right. It's just like <laughs> I remember being referenced all the time, like in pop culture, like yes, it was on like the Tonight Show and Letterman and like SNL and Simpsons. Like I remember being referenced constantly, and it was just one of those things I never saw in real time. Is it pre Law and Order? I think is it like that. That's what I, that's my idea of it. Sexier. I think maybe it, it was Fox. So it was like a super salacious, it's like the CBS shows now, like The Good Wife, like the ones about a, like a kind of crooked law firm where they defend shady people and everybody's fucking each other. 
Is it like fast cars and cell phones and like they kind of are on the fringe of knowing movie stars? It's a lot of movie star murders. Probably. Real cases? It's probably the difference is not no, based on real it's cases. Just, it's probably hot garbage. Maybe But not. it was that show. Maybe not. Maybe it's brilliant. All right, gentlemen. Well, we're not. Next episode. Next episode. Yay or nay through Twitter from the, the judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next episode, we all have to watch season one, episode one of L.A. Law. <laughs> we're not starting God, unless man. it goes really well. You brought this on yourself, Henny. Unless it goes really well. Next episode will be taboo la awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll have to watch that episode and we'll know right away if it, if like right off the bat if it's just if like just carbon it. burnt in the fuck <laughs> we'll just turn we'll just turn the steering wheel and, and go into you know talking it's just slowly close and, the door whatnot but but i just i think it i don't it, i got a bad feeling it's gonna be really really boring it's got probably that feeling but it was just in that sweet spot of who's relevant now and then a show that was relevant that nobody remembers. And I was like, that's the perfect weird show that everybody would be like, oh, I remember hearing about that. It's like a show your grandma or your mom would like. Yeah, but I would say yeah, Buttigieg's husband is is relevant, but very fringe relevant, which is the name of Tell me podcast. that L.A. Law that's is not a, a fucking improv comedian's go-to dumb reference la law yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry judge i'm sorry i'm like calling him out i was like i want him to join the podcast but he's also an idiot no but i think he's probably younger than us oh definitely or we could just do a simpsons podcast with pete buttigieg's husband yeah let's do like let's see if he's younger than us bob's burgers what's a new cartoon that people like we could do an la law slash dawson's creek Lawson's, Lawson's, Lawson's <laughs> He's probably a Dawson guy. <laughs> he's just spin the wheel in whatever week. Okay, I guess it's episode three of season two of Dawson's Creek. Tabula Dasa. Tabula Dasa. And Tabula Dasa. Right, now, now it's off. I've been sullied. My slate has been sullied on that one. What? I, I watched a few back or in the day. Or is it a 50-50? 30 minutes and then 30 minutes. Joey is hot. Um, it's like a Marvel two in one. You get two stories in one issue. Do you know? You get two pods in one. See, Casey, for two I like shows the, you don't care about. I like about. the way you think because in the world of niche podcasts, you're breaking it down even harder. You got to like both the things, and you got to listen to like the first the thing. shitty thing to get to the second <laughs> to get to the shitty. shitty thing. <laughs> or I mean, you could fast forward through it. It's not like cable television in the seventies. Like no you can fast just forward. <laughs> lock. <laughs> We, Kenny, you should create a podcast app <laughs> that doesn't have the fast forward buttons. That's the only difference. Mm. And the people, and you know who'll support you and give you that? It'll be the podcast creators. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like two podcasts, one in each ear. It's gonna mash them together. Ooh, Ooh it's like it's that, like an art installation. It's like that shitty. Um, <laughs> uh, it was probably good, but. Um, Who's the who's the band that's like weird to be weird? Um, uh, flaming flaming lips, flaming lips oh, okay. came ah, out with a four lips, album. Oh shit! Album, yes, and you play all four discs at the same time and four different players, and they all. <laughs> you want to know how I know about this? Brent Reinhardt, right? Yes, our 
former Jerk Badge band member Brent Reinhardt bought the CD, and he told us, he's like, I got it. It's great. He played it in four parts around his house, out the window, and he just walked around the yard of his house and listened to all four CDs at once. That's some awesome shit, though. Like, if I heard that in, like, uh, and I was like writing like a sh- like a like a kitschy like, yeah. fun indie show like at a Starbucks, and I heard you tell some guy that behind my shoulder. That would like, be I'm fucking putting that in the beginning that. of my indie yeah. early two thousands indie movie. Yeah, yeah, that's um, what was it? The albums? Oh, the mashup, the pod mash, hamster wheel. Just put someone in front of a microphone and. Be quiet, and eventually they'll start talking. Oh yeah, no, it, hopefully you could give them be. a prompt. Yeah, with yeah. like you're you're about to be on Tabula Del Dosa. <laughs> Watch part of this episode and tell me what you think, just to get them talking. And then every week, it's you just show up to talk into a microphone. God, Tabula Dosa. I don't think guys. <laughs> we've been doing this a long time, and I don't think a dumber thing. Has come out of our mouths. <laughs> yeah. Then what? The, we were nonsense. just talking about Dorito seasoning solo. But that's a thing. Like it's a good dumb words. idea. <laughs> those are words. Oh god, that's funny. That's so funny. Um. Oh, a, a, never a dumber thing yet. More obviously, the title of of this part of this episode. Right. Of course. Well, no. Jumped out at you. Well, yes, that's. This episode is named Unless we top it. El Dasa or whatever the fuck. But the next episode, <laughs> I'm still holding you. We got to watch L.A. Law. Um, and don't oh, lie and read yeah, Wikipedia. Right. Don't read the IMDb don't episode one. I don't want to hear a very um, mechanical, well, Corbin Burnson plays. <laughs> Just a review from Don Lawson. <laughs> LA his name is it's 1992 Don LA uh, 90s LA it's going to be so good uh over or under uh um 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 Mark Paul Gosseler is in at least one episode of LA Law as a baby Oh my god you can watch it on YouTube Thank goodness Uh it's 2 hours long <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit, it's two hours long. Are you sure that that guy just didn't post one episode of L.A. Law and one episode oh, of Oh, man, Dawson's Joe Pantoliano's Creek? in it. As a main That's cast? two two-part long opener. Oh, no. The pilot's two hours. Episode two is an hour and a half. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know. It's not a TV show. Did I, I miss? Did I miss a it's world? It's features. I've seen a lot of TV, and we all know it. Did I miss a period of TV where it was acceptable to have a two-hour-long drama? Yeah, I mean, they used to do a movie of the week. Yeah, that's a movie. So I feel like just that, but that filled the vacuum. It used to it filled the slot that used to be the movie of the week, which, as we forget, that's where Columbo was. Columbo wasn't a proper show. That was like movie of the week. They'd it come started, out every. Yeah. But that was it started and then became a show. That was fifty minutes. No, the first Columbo was an hour and a half. You're right. It was terrible. Um, that was directed by Steven Spielberg. That are you being? No, no, I'm serious. I'm no, I'm not. I'm not gaslighting you. It legitimately was directed by Steven Spielberg. 
can you see if the first episode of L.A. Law is directed by um, Robert Zemeckis? <laughs> Marty, it's time for law. Sorry. <laughs> time for a law. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. Well, now I think we're getting a little closer on to why it was a phenomenon. Because it was oh, two yeah, hours, I'm... right? I'm just doing the scroll through to see if I can get to the credits. And within the first two minutes, Corbin Birdson sitting behind a desk and like a beleaguered middle-aged man has pulled a gun on him. Nice. At minute three and 16 seconds. That's L.A. That's L.A., baby. Is this the show where the fat cop shows his buns? Uh, no, it's LAPD Blue. <laughs> NYPD Or NYPD Blue. Blue. NYPD Blue La Rasa. That's just our thing, man. <laughs> the La Rasa Podcast Network. Sonny's NYPD Blues. That's a deep literature cut. <laughs> Sorry. We're talking about LA called. Law and you're talking about literature. You guys want to hear about a, yes. a show that me and my family went to? Oh, God, yes. A uh, little... Little child child theater, local, very local theater, downtown Beaverton. Any real quick? It's called uh yeah. Was it lesbians on unicycles? It was not. Okay. You're thinking Portland, man. This is Beaverton. Oh, I got you. This is yeah. All right, man. Get your head out of the unicycles, uh, I'm man. Keep... <laughs> I'm zipped. Go for it. Hmm. Naked mole rat gets dressed. It was uh, just. That's what that's what the premise was. A bunch of naked mole rats. Kids are obsessed with any weird animal. Yep. Uh huh. And they got one, one mole rat dares to put clothes on. He's the outcast. Is this full front song is about <laughs> dick swinging. Yeah, except the the main. All right, he's got clothes on. That's the best part. What do you wear? Jeans. It was. <laughs> Thanks, up jeans. It was ex- excruciating, but I kind of appreciate it because when I see something <laughs> that bad, I'm like, "Hey, I could, I want to write a musical." Oh, it's now. uplifting. Right? It was so a exa- musical. Yeah. Oh lord, it was a musical. Right? Oh yes, rock opera. Nice. Ooh, a and rock opera, not just a musical. And it wasn't very, you know, effort. Effort noted, it just didn't hit the they, mark. They were they were kids. Oh, wait. was it original music? It, I thought world. <laughs> oh, all right. See, good, that was good. an important. Thank you, thank you, note. E Weave. That was an important note because all of a sudden I was gonna, Henning, you were gonna be a monster. You should thank Aaron because I, if if it was an all kids musical and you were like. Eh, it was excruciating. Yeah. Come on. I, we all Can't know what you mean. All right. So adults and children. <laughs> it wasn't a school play, but it was like a community theater play. Now we paid for this. Five bucks. Mm. Nice. <sighs> Popcorn? Concessions? What are we talking about here? See, Dr. Pleasing Wings? No, no snacks allowed. Certainly no alcohol to get. Oh, no snacks allowed. Okay. So, uh, give me one chorus. The kids of the audience were, were well-behaved. That's because their dads were all on stage. 
They have to. You got that <laughs> the evil eye. You better sit. This is Daddy's dream. Sit the f- down. I'm a naked mole rat. Would you look at that? My buddy's wearing jeans. What do you think that means? Oh, what a scene. <laughs> Scandal. It took me a second when you first started talking. Take those jeans off. Because you said mole rat, and I thought you said mall rat. That's what I thought you And then you said, said naked, and I thought this was like a weird postmodern Gen X. Like, we're na- naked mall rat kids. Don't cover up. No chibuches. <laughs> I know, right? It's just like Kevin Smith naked musical. Oh, man. But, Henning, please, though, an example of a song, just even a little taste. Hum us a little few oh. bars. Uh, it's like. <laughs> and he <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> There's no I expectations. I can't here. remember anything, so I'm just improving. What? <laughs> Why am I so different? Oh, good. The generic. Why do like... I like clothes? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Why can't I just fit in in this community of moles? <laughs> nice. A mole's That's nice. A little yeah. stretch of a rhyme, clothes and moles. Hey, man. Right. Take it. Well, the whole thing production was a bit of a stretch. Uh, the good thing. <laughs> <laughs> one word, one sentence review. Everything was a bit of a stretch. The good thing for Naked Mole at the musical is they'll get an homage at the end of this episode. I don't know. Uh, let's see. What's uh what's another fun animal that kids are into? Hairless. That's what I That's uh, what I wanted fuck, to ask. What's a new llamas? What's another what's another musical along these lines? Llamas and an Norwalls. It's famous for something that can then cast off its its uh inherited animalian shackles and do something totally different. I would say um let's see. Rebel against the llama society that rose it. Right, the, those two have taken over for Unicorn as the, like, little kid go-to weird little kid book character, or tchotchke. Well, what about Llamas and normal Unicorn, Unicorns are out? They're out, Henning, that's so... Dump coils oh. are in. Put some sweatpants on that unicorn, it's so out. Get it out of here. <laughs> what about, like, um... Like what about like uh, like manatees? Are those anything? Don't call me a mermaid. I'm a manatee. <laughs> Don't call me a mermaid. male empowerment musical. <laughs> I'm a manatee who's wearing a, a tee. It's a dumb dad musical about he just like he never takes his shirt off. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Come and play with us. Can I got a big gut? There, now we got, now you got it. It's a musical about talking shirts, right? (laughs) And all the shirts are normal, except for one shirt doesn't like to be worn. Oh, there you go. Why are you so forlorn? You're a t-shirt. You should be worn. And everyone (laughs) out there should be warned. This shirt is not the norm. I just need a body. I need a reason <laughs> to stay warm, cause I am a t-shirt. Right, you got. Welcome to my dorm. He's a college guy. I don't <laughs> you could, know. And you, you could make it. He's one of the like, uh, 
the Super Bowl misprint shirts that they send to other areas of the world. Like, no one wants to wear it because it's wrong. And he likes being the wrong shirt. There's many types of shirts. You could be like, meet my buddy V-neck. He was cool in T-neck. But New Jersey's Jersey. out. And so is he. But it has to be a live musical with guys just wearing different t-shirts singing on stage about the shirts they are. That sounds like about a dad, a dadlian effort. I don't know. And then the shirt that doesn't want to be worn is just you put a shirt on a rake and you have to hoot it around the fucking stage. Oh, man. Put it on a string flying over the audience. (laughs) Right, you can do that. Whoosh. That would be... That would be the stupid, um, uh, all it took was you guys to say rake and musical. Like, the shit dad musical would be a, a dad musical about how cool doing chores outside are. It was like, <laughs> raking the lawn, yeah! Mowing the lawn, oh yeah! Raking the lawn. Oh, raking the lawn, yeah! <laughs> raking the lawn, raking the lawn, raking the lawn. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and you just get that's not James Hetfield, it's fucking Judas Priest. God damn it. Just that leather tramp with the fucking studs, raking the lawn, raking the lawn. Uh Halford, Rob Halford. Oh yeah, Buns. I've told you that there used to be a guy um uh, in um my apartment building in uh in Manhattan. Oldest he was a hundred years old. And I would see him like clockwork coming home saturday night just dressed up full halford didn't give a fuck this guy was amazing he must have been 95 years old butt cheeks hanging out but he was like a nice old man so he'd be having a conversation with like the concierge like he was fucking wearing a three-piece suit but he was just wearing (laughs) fucking leather chaps with his fucking butthole hanging out just talking about like you know don't forget tomorrow morning i'm gonna have you know the lady come do the house so um anyways just gonna go down to Christides, my groceries will be coming he's twirling his fucking horse hair Twir- <laughs> got a dildo like on a chain swinging it like a fucking billy club well the dildo is what it's his keychain just a full-on full-size <laughs> dildo you're never gonna lose these i was nowhere this guy is just the weight, though. Just, to I'm just key. picturing going to a bar. No one's ever going to steal these and just wham, slam that <laughs> suction cup down and just your keys dangling off. Like, no one's taking your keys and then you know where to find them. No, you got to use that suction cup to put it under the bar and then you can hang <laughs> That would be a good pitch. A good, like, uh, that's a Johnson and Muir. Just. The dildo. I mean, you can pitch it. The dildo hat, ways, hat rack. Nobody pitches as a good old, you know, hang your socks on it at the end of the night or whatever. <laughs> Try your socks, your silk socks. You're going to need two. <laughs> Those are dildos. That's where I dry my socks. That's us pitching the dildo people on how to improve their sales. It's like, I mean, if you, if you sell it as a sock dryer, people got to buy two. That's two dildos per house. Oh, draw this guy a mustard bath. (laughs) Jerk practice.
practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. L.A. Law, from the co-creator of Hill Street Blues and the producer of Cagney and Lacey. Lawyers. Hey, it's Jungle out there. My father's worth a million bucks to your firm. I'll see what I can do. You do that. Now assume the freaking position. You lay a hand on me and I'm going to kick your fat butt. If I can't get justice here, I will get a gun and I'll do it myself. Your Honor, she's threatening You think I won't? I am not against earning a buck as long as we don't sell off our humanity in the process. I represent the system as well as the client, Miss Moore. I may not always believe in the client, but I have to believe in the system. What am I supposed to believe in? These are the professionals who will take you into the jungles of American justice. L.A. Law, coming to NBC.